It's the Opix Podcast, baby. Glad you tuned in. Got your host, thank me later, and you're stupid to win. Might become an obsession as soon as you begin. Start out king of the street, then lock in iconic in. Welcome to Offland. Grab your Opix, man. On your way in the door, hit you with four grand. Get to buying and gripping, then to selling and flipping. Over to moving and shucking. I'm Scrooge McDuckin' in Opix. Welcome, fellow Uplanders, to another episode of the Upix Podcast. I am your host, Too Stupid to Win, and as always, I'm joined by my right-hand man. Thank me later. How are we doing this evening? Yo, what up? I'm doing good. Yeah, it's uh, we are recording this on July 8th, 2021, and this is episode 81. Um, T. Davis, 81. yeah, T. Davis was on vacation, and so they have not recorded your typical early week podcast, but they will be back early next week with stuff for you. So it happens, we have lives cool. outside of Upland. What? No, you don't. I don't. I mean. The only time I've missed this is for work, but I'm on vacation right now. Are you really? Where are you at? My house. It's a staycation. <laughs> staycation? <laughs> it's a staycation. It's, I have, I rolled a bunch of time from last year and it's use it or lose it. So, oh, isn't that classic? It is. Use it or lose it. And it's like, okay, I'd like to use it. Sorry, you can't. Like, wait, what? <laughs> you have to lose it because we can't actually give you any time off because everything's going to crop the bed. Yeah, so my goal is to use what I rolled and use what I'm supposed to have so I don't roll. I don't know. We'll see how that works. But nice. Before we get too far into this, I'll get the disclaimer out of the way because it's going to be a fun episode, at least from <laughs> my perspective. Capital F. <laughs> Definitely maybe some Franklin bombs and not coming from Thank Me Later, so that will be interesting. Mm. The views, information, and opinions expressed on the Ovix podcast are solely those of myself and Thank Me Later and any guests of the podcast and do not necessarily represent, reflect those of Upland Me, Inc. We're not employed by or provided insider information from the Upland team. All discussions about properties to buy and sell are not financial advice, and please do your own research first. If Thank Me Later does offend you or hurt your feelings in any way, he doesn't mean to. He's a he's a pretty uh he's a pretty good guy once you get to know him. So yeah, that's unintentional. And if I do it somehow, that that's a uh, sorry for that too. Uh, and also make sure you're following us on Twitter at the Upex Podcast. Did anybody write us reviews this week? No. You didn't even check. You're such a did. freaking liar. I did. All right. What do we got on the on the menu, boss? I know that you didn't plan it out. You're not T. Davis, but what do we got? Uh, I plan it out. I just don't choose to inform you. Oh, yeah? Yeah. He sent me, like, a full-on, like, Word document and notes and transitions and estimated times per segment. What you got? Yeah, nothing like that. Okay, that's what I thought. Oh, yeah, nothing like that. <laughs> I, I did at one point in time, but then we got away from it because we always detract from where I start to plan it, and we just kind of roll with it. So we lay our sure. outline out, and, and then we roll from there. So it's pretty good. Uh, really quick, we can go up X World is... Just got a new fresh update, but it's not giving us the numbers that we want. Uh, overall, though, um, the we'll hit DAP radar really quick because it's impressive. What do we got? What's DAP giving us? This is a 30-day average. 30? Wow. Holy snakies. Yeah. So that's up uh, 55%. A hundred and uh, call it 139,000 users that interact with their wallet in upland so you can figure that's probably pushing i don't know what do you think 160 on the back end numbers of people that are just moving around and kind of going from send to send maybe. on their own property maybe i don't know i mean i feel like thir- i feel like 30 days if you're not if you're not collecting or sending or doing anything in 30 days then you're not really playing up. If you didn't do a single chain transaction over the course of 30 days, then you didn't really play Upland that month. (laughs) Okay. I I can align with that. 
So, so I mean, maybe maybe it's one hundred fifty thousand. Maybe there's ten thousand active players who are just chilling there. I mean, I'm sure your number, if you consider like all the like maybe the dormant accounts who like they're gonna come back to Upland one day. They just like they're just taking a break for a couple months. Like, yeah, you're you're right. I think probably there's more than that. Can't we see how many wallets have um, Upland like? token although like well no because visitors don't get uh, a unique you know they don't get an eos wallet right so i'd be curious how many i know squirrel i know (laughs) all over whatever get out of here but yeah i'll give you probably maybe 140 low 140 so 30 days you're right I mean, go. that's crazy, though. Axi- I mean, that's that's huge numbers. But you got to give Axi Infinity some credit. They're really moving up. We've been watching them for months, you know, and they just kind of moved up the board. Our planet is moving up the board, even though their whole economy has tanked. You know, you're, you're <gasps> all trans. Nuh-uh. Really? Yeah. yeah. Oh, what happened? Um, crypto crashed, and then the Aether to Wax crashed. And, yeah. So... Uh, oh, I, I hadn't heard. I, I genuinely didn't didn't know. But you know, there's like still, how bad though? Are we talking like a ninety percent? Um, it went from from Aether to actually like a thirty or fifty percent. Oh no, it, it was bad. It was so it was point zero 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 nine, and it crashed to point zero 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 one. So that's oh, so like a ninety percent. Yeah. Oh wow. Okay. Yeah. So the people making. $50,000 a month are making $5,000 a month and so on and so forth. I mean, I don't feel bad for them because for the months that they made, if they made 50000 at any point, the Ponzi scheme is over. It's just like <laughs> Dr. Nobody. Yes. Yeah. I, I, no one really understood it. Um, I'm, I'm stoked for all the people who got their money where they can. It's a damn shame. It's an interesting project, a great, team of people i i don't know i i didn't i'm glad i didn't spend any money on it i got a little bit of wax out of it probably when it was good but but it's they've had all this time to develop something sorry it's not dead go check it out our planet's still super cool um at least it's not alien it's still alchemy junior alchemy junior it's still what you're doing yeah yeah that's a good one but let's evolve. Let's get the pigs and the lands and all the other stuff going on that's supposed Shitty. to be coming. Get out of here. Oh, update Dizzy. Well, I can't really say too much, but Chibis might not be dead. What? That's all I'm going to say. Whoa. That's all I'm going to say. That's all I'm at liberty to say right now. That's all I'm at liberty to say. Nice. So there's a. There's a tiny, tiny potential light at the end of a tunnel. I mean, it's it's more like a midget holding a match, uh, but you know, midgets never know. Are, midgets Crazy are real people things. too. Well, I didn't say they weren't real people. I was just saying it's like a tiny person holding a tiny source of light. So that's all. Okay, just making sure. So, really, where I want to talk about is today we had the last half of cleveland released last half yeah and still not happy been from a technical standpoint amazing release for cleveland awesome but i had to take a hiatus from my hiatus of not uh consuming adult beverages and i definitely had to go with uh the best case scenario from masthead brewing company which is double india pale ale for the show tonight because i had the worst case scenario on the whole cleveland rollout there was so many things that i personally disliked about it from the backside and everything that the upland team did was great it was very smooth there was no issues with anything you had a lot of people trying to mint the same properties and everything there was no freezing there was no lagging there was nothing like that but from a from a rollout of a city and especially a tier two city where every half of it's going to be an fsa it still not happy you know the first release the properties were all spread out same with the second release so then we got to the back half of it and 
it took so long. I mean, I think Cleveland's been rolling out for a month. Just roll it out. As we've talked about, we're both Dude, fans. It's been three releases. Chill. Chill. Jesus. No, no, chill. Because it, it was horrible. It was. No, I had, no, 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 no. First of all, if you were Bacon House and were managed to grab the properties you wanted in each one of the three waves, I guarantee, guarantee, you would be singing the praises of a waved rollout. It was awesome. I was able to grab these properties in each wave. I'm a super happy puking turd. Guarantee. Guaranteed. But, but you lost out to somebody who was a quicker clicker or whatever, and now you're hurt because you're like, oh, it's the rollout's fault. Like, what? You're just sore because you didn't get the properties you wanted. Like, it's okay to be bummed to be like, dang, I really wanted those properties. Somebody else got to it first. Dude, the rollout was smooth as hell, and it was only three waves. Like, I don't know. I could see cutting it down to two waves. I've said it time and time again. I like regional. So, like, the the north 25% Before you get into it. Well, 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 well. Yeah, congratulations, Bacon House, on getting it. But I even enlisted a lot of people's help that weren't interested in the Cleveland release to secure a lot of properties throughout the Cleveland area that you know, that weren't on your Wikipedia or weren't on your Google searches. And some people, there, there's some squads out there that are doing some great research. People sent me that stuff and, and kudos to them too. So it, it was a great competition and. And you uh, lost and now you're mad about it. You shouldn't lose this bad, man. You Why should, not? You should not lose this bad. The, Even the Dolphins went fucking 0 and 12 once. They went more than 0 and 12. Whatever, and, I don't it, know, whatever. It was, they did really bad one year. And it wasn't the Dolphins, but. <laughs> I'm pretty sure the Dolphins had like a no winning thing. No, that was the Lions and the Browns. No, somebody back me up in chat. I'm not crazy. I don't know much about sports, but I remember thinking, I can't believe the team from Ace Ventura is doing so bad. Yeah. Come on. It, it somebody was just back the Lions and the Browns that had the uh, no win seasons. And stop detracting detracting me from the point there and oh from your point that you are a sore ass loser oh absolutely i got a bunch Dude, of haterade and there. i'm a sore I loser with you i was on team too stupid to win i, I know. was trying to make and i appreciate it games. and i watched it go green i clicked it as quick as i could and somebody clicked it clicker quick clicked it quicker and damn like bummer and i, and I did the Next. same thing but it was it was too long. Everybody had too much time to do the research. You know, I I had targeted. Oh my gosh, too much time Absolute, to do the research. Absolutely. Wait, so did the, we not so just the, see a statistic that there's a hundred and forty thousand active players? Like, and you know how many people I did talk to while researching this isn't for this January team? January 2020, dude. There's more than five people vying for any given property. Like. Come on now. Okay, so there were there were some obvious ones. You get on Google, you do your Google searches, you know, public square. Yes, that's going to be a rare collection, absolutely. Um, maybe with the potential of ultra rare, but I think it's going to lean more towards a rare, and, and that's fine in itself. You got the Jack Casino, you know, but, and then I knew the Terminal Tower would be a landmark. I was very unsure about the key tower, which ended up not being released. So I assume that's going to be a landmark, but you had the public square. So that was obvious, but then you have things like the two properties that are in Cleveland from the underground railroad. And that was hot contention. Dude, let's right just there. say that there's, let's just say that only 10% of the community logs in for any given release. That's 14,000 people. That's, a lot of people, and there isn't that many interesting places, and it ain't that hard to Google, like Cleveland Wiki. All right, here's the places. You spread those 14,000 people over the potential of 20 different things. Like, you're still talking thousands potentially of people, hundreds of people vying for the same three or four properties. Like, you can't be surprised that you and your crew didn't get one. Like, Come on now. Out of a it's list math. of four, uh, uh, yeah, O for 40. That's horrible in any sport that you do. O for 40. O for 40. You can't look at it like that. 
Like, who? Oh, that's such baloney. And what do you mean that's baloney? And and, okay, and they were limited rare and ultra rare. And my my theories on those properties, but yeah, oh for forty in the three waves. So I mean, I don't know. Doesn't surprise me. I'm sure that there's plenty of people who. I didn't get a single thing I wanted. I was trying to get, I literally tried to get any downtown property. So after I tried to get yours and any of those there, I was like, crap, I just need downtown properties. But And I li- literally couldn't get, I got one just by the, the sheer luck of it. But Bacon House can secure a theater in Playhouse Square each and every release. No hate on yeah, Bacon I House mean, either, but... Yeah, I mean, I don't know. I, we, I'd love. I mean, Bacon House is a regular listener and absolutely joins. So and I'm, no I'm hating on him. To hear I'm his just strat. Like, what? What's his strat? I need. Like, I need his internet connection or something. Yeah, maybe he's closer to the. Um, actually, where is he from? I feel like he's in Europe, though. Maybe not. Maybe I just made that up. I'm not sure either. But it, it was just. The first two uh, wa- the just... first two waves were bad, and then it was consolidated down to the fifty percent. So by that time, you know, you only had half of the. You, know you only you had half the playhouse. Like, I, I realize, I realize what you sound. You sound like all those people that don't win treasure hunts anymore, like who like were good at the beginning, and then people got better, and now they're like, I can't win a treasure hunt. It's so unfair. But if that wasn't the worst part <laughs> it, it got worse because we have this podcast and we have such loyal listeners and people love capitalism and i don't fault them for it but they're trying to price gouge me on top of it and it's vanilla there's no collections released that's so salty that's it so is salty. See, i said now, hey look i said I, no 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 i said i have haterade I have haterade and i told you already <laughs> i had haterade and it was coming full force because i know well, I'm I'm here with correct your acerade. No, it's it's just straight haterade because then they're price gouging because they're like, well, oh, no, that's no, because, because that's they're the like, oh, too stupid to win and wants this, so it has to be for some reason because it's going to be a rare, ultra rare, limited collection. Yeah, I mean that's just your fan base, man. My fans come to me and offer me great deals on properties, and I appreciate it. Much love. To the thank me later fan base, all three of you. But uh, it's just ones. But <laughs> yours are just ones. Yeah, Doctor Nobody calls out. How do they know that they're gouging you specifically? Uh, how do you know that they're not just gouging uh, anybody? Well, that could be true, but I've seen properties oh. sell in that area for cheaper prices. So, yes, gouging me. I, well, I don't I buy think- it, but. I, they it's, come back and it, so look, it, it's vanilla. So you don't even <laughs> you don't even know what the collections are. It's all speculative right now. So asking for four, five, six, seven, eight X for a minted a property—that's ridiculous in vanilla mode. Not going to do it, and that's price gouging to me. But that is also capitalism. So I, I'm good with it. <laughs> I don't have to buy that property. But it's also messed up because if I was just any other player that was out there, they wouldn't have known that I was from the Cleveland area. Wouldn't know I had the insight to Cleveland, but I do do this podcast and I'm always open with a lot of stuff. So, yeah. Well, now you've learned people are shit. No, there's a lot. No, people in Upland aren't shit. They're, they're <laughs> People in general are shit. Well, yeah, I'll give you that. People in general are shit. I'll roll with that. But I like Dr. Nobody's uh, strat. So he says for every two that he mints, he lists one for 2X and one for 10X. Which is fine. And if somebody wants to click on it and buy it for 10X, that's cool. But yeah. if you're sending offers, you know, you don't have it listed and you're just sending offers, you know. Now, there is... Yeah. I, I did not check right before the podcast, but there, and I don't think this will be a collection at all, but it was a super cool area. It was called Camp Cleveland, and it was a training training grounds in the Civil War, and it's over in the uh, uh, Tremont area, and it's from 
West 5th to West 7th going east to west, and then University Court on the north side, and then some street I can't pronounce starting with an M on the south side. So it was a 36-acre uh, site where they trained for the Civil War and uh, continuously recruit uh, recruited people. Yeah. Interesting. But I don't think people dug that far to look at that as a collection. So, but I did grab some properties there. Um, nice. And then some of the other personal ones that I went after. Um, yeah. And then I've also offered fair prices anywhere from 1.5 to 2x of a mint price in a vanilla city. And I get some just turn it down, which is cool. And then others send me messages looking for way higher prices. And that's not happening in a vanilla mode. Yeah, no, I, I have not, I mean, I'm not actively like hunting down any of those collections, but I mean, I can tell you personally, I won't pay more than 50% for a property, um, in vanilla mode, you know, and that's assuming like a basement price of like over 30 or 50,000, like obviously under 10, you know, that probably I'll do different markups depending on the property. But, I mean, there's just no point, especially with as fast as this game is growing. Like, just wait for the next city. <laughs> like, that's the crazy thing is now, granted, next city is potentially going to be harder. They could do multiple openings. Like, I don't know. I, I know that you – it's probably super frustrating for you because um, being from Cleveland and uh, definitely the price gouging and, and stuff like that, that is unfortunate. Like, I, I really hope that people aren't just trying to take advantage of your – um, you know, kind of your stature in the community, be like, Oh, I know you can afford it. Or I know that, you know, something like, eh, you don't <laughs> trust me. He doesn't. So. I'm too stupid to win. So come on now. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Man, that's crazy. Like, but and, I, I, yeah, I did I'm have some ties like, with, well, I, yeah. I wanted to do some fun stuff in real life since I can travel to, a lot of these properties, definitely the downtown properties, um, some of the neighborhood properties. There's other neighborhoods that I'm not allowed to go into uh, f- for just the health of my life. Um, I mean, it's factual. I, I, I'm, it's factual. There's just some places. And if you do get lost there, the cops will uh, definitely uh, roll up alongside of you and say, what are you doing? And they'll tell you to get out of here now. So, uh, that's happened a time or two when I've got lost. That's nice. But what if you're just trying to buy some drugs, like a normal person? Well, they kind of let that go. So, but when you're not, so you like roll up and the cops like pull you over, like, excuse me, what are you doing? Like, and you're like, I just need some Coke. And they're like, Oh, okay. Sorry. We just wanted to make sure you weren't lost. Well, carry if, on. If you're not in those neighborhoods itself, but in neighborhoods where it's not really that safe, and they tell you don't <laughs> stop at the stoplights or the stop signs, just keep rolling. Um, what? <laughs> just you know, isn't there a button on your GPS that's like go around the scary places? Uh, no, that has not been invented yet. Mm. Yeah. Yes. So. But I did have some cool things that I wanted to do with some of these properties in real life and kind of wanted to throw it to YouTube and Instagram and stuff like that. So we'll see how it all works out. Uh, I'm still not giving up and maybe things will die down over the next couple of months and be able to pick up some of the stuff that I really wanted to help build into these bigger plans there. Yeah, well, people are going to want to get, like, I mean, I'm very curious to know. I mean, it sounds like, you know, from just a couple people that are in the audience that there is definitely a a secondary market. I'm quite surprised by that. Um, And maybe in the next cities I'll get more into, you know, doing some of that that initial flipping. But I I just go every new city, I feel like people are going to want to liquidate to be able to buy in the new shiny place. So, uh, I think we've seen pretty consistently a dip in prices. Um, so I'm curious to see a, how much, like how quick you can sell some of these things and then how quickly that dies off when a new city, like, is anybody buying Chicago now? <laughs> like Chicago yeah. dead. And a like, lot, a lot of people that I did talk to were, were not, they're like, no, I'm sitting Cleveland out. So, you know, and they're, they weren't even in because I was looking Definitely shout out to everybody that did try to help me out uh, obtaining these properties in the waves. I do appreciate you 
trying to help me out there and the people that were like, oh, I'm sending this one out. They weren't even there and I didn't even ask them to travel. So I do appreciate everyone that helped and everyone that was, uh, that looked Well, now you know, me. next time you just need to recruit bacon house, you dumbass. Yeah, absolutely. He's uh, he's on my <laughs> list, man. He's got, he's got the strat down. Like, just be like, yo, bacon, I need you to hook me up. Absolutely. And that's the, that's the other interesting thing there with the marketplace is people are looking to get liquid for the new city, the other cities dip, but FSAs, I, I haven't had to buy an F well, I haven't bought an FSA since Fresno and usually you could do Fresno wasn't bad for buying for getting an FSA buyer going around, picking up your properties, but now they want 200% for an FSA buy. To me, that's ridiculous. Why? What is so special about that property that you'd pay 200% over minting just because it's FSA? Dude, this is back to you just being a cheap ass. Give the pork. I mean, I guess it depends on, on what the base price is. But you tell me, so like somebody buys it for 1,000 UPEX. They want 3,000 UPEX for it. That's what you're saying, right? That's fine. But some okay, of the, and if they want, and if they bought it for three thousand, they want nine thousand. There, there are some upex property. There are some properties that are you know twenty, thirty thousand, forty thousand upex for FSA. Yeah. Okay. Again, my and my previous comment, which Zizzy's trying to call me out on, was fifty percent at like thirty to fifty thousand and above. Like, if it's under ten thousand, like I won't pay less than ten thousand for a property. Like, right. And I'm, and I'm good well, with like, that. If I'm buying something that I like. So, yeah, if they're doing it, plus they only get to sell two a week. Right. So, yeah, you got to make it worth their while. Like, especially like if they're traveling to a city, like you got to take into account. Are they already there? Are they got to use up one of their sales to get it for you? Like, I don't know. That seems completely reasonable to me. Like if there, because there's obviously a reason you want that property right. as well. Like you're not just like randomly like, oh, I guess I'll take some FSA properties. Like, nope, there's a reason you want it. You're either speculating that it's in a collection, it's part of a bigger block that you want. You know the house, you like the address. There's some reason you want it. So don't be a cheap ass. No, if it's if it's a fifteen money. if it's a fifteen hundred dollar or fifteen hundred two hundred thousand or two thousand three thousand five. I'll buy a property for 10 grand. I have no problem doing that. But when you're asking for 200% on a 20,000 up X, 30,000, 40, 50,000 oh, no. up X, that, that's where I have a problem with it. Like, no, it, it has to be scaled, you, you know? It, yeah. It, well, and that's, and that's, you know, that's where I go. Like at that point, it's just like, I'll give you a five or 10,000 up X tip, you know? So, at, you know, if it's a, on the larger end, I'm not paying you two X, three X, like, you know, I'll give you a, a little bit of change, but like, yeah. But it, it yeah. seemed like a lot of people, I, I was speculating on some properties. I'm like, you know, since it's a 50% in Cleveland, some of the properties were, were priced a little higher as FSA. So, you know, it would be your higher FSA players that could go ahead and grab them. But yeah, they were looking for 200% on it. And I'm like, no, that makes absolutely no sense. You know, I'll give you, you know... 10,000 extra up X, 15,000 extra up X for, for that purchase, but I'm not giving you two X for it. Yeah. No, no, I'm aligned to that. Uh, again, I think people need to like realize it. And I like, I like dizzy, the up uh, dizzy said the up X pricing curve of yes. the upland curve. Yeah. Like there's a, there's a distinct curve of like cheap properties can easily go for two and three X. And people won't even blink. I mean, they can go right. for 10x and people don't blink. But, like, the higher you get up past that 10, to, you know, especially if you start bringing 100,000, like, people, I, it, the thing is, they sell. Like, I, so as much as I'll say people aren't going to buy that, somebody will. Absolutely. So there, there's been a ton of, you know, quote unquote, I don't want to say dumb, I'll say, potentially less profitable purchases made in Upland. But, like the average player. So when I say they're not going to buy it, the average player who does any amount of research, who understands the market at all, 
would not make that purchase. Your average consumer, to your average well-educated consumer, is not going to make that purchase. Your undereducated, like uninformed, is not you know they just want to drop some money or something like yeah that could it could happen. Do it. I like Doctor Nobody. Do a two X on one and a ten X on another. And, you know, if one out of every couple of times you sell a 10X and most of the time you sell a 2X, like you're still ahead in the game. So, you know, whatever. Oh, yeah, there's absolutely nothing wrong with that because you're posting them for listings, but you're getting you're hiring somebody. Hey, I'm interested in this property. Yeah, there's a reason I'm interested in it. But, you know, as you said, if it's under 10K, I got no problem. You know, if it's a 1,500 2K property, I'll pay 10K for it. I don't care. I'll go 5X on an FSA because I know sooner or later the floor is going to go past that. But trying to get one of the higher end FSAs in a in a tier two city or a tier one city, depending on the location and depending on the price, you know, you have to look at how long will it take for the floor to cover the the extra that you're paying for it. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. So it's definitely, uh, I would say, like, that flipping market is definitely a new player's game, uh, for better or worse. Like, I feel like that a lot of new players get caught up. They join. They just want to buy something. They don't quite get it. Um, They don't understand collections. They don't understand the ROI aspects. I mean, I joined and dropped. I don't know, probably close to a thousand dollars before I had any idea what I was doing. And I was just buying miscellaneous properties. And trust me when I tell you things like, I believe Twisted Lumbar or the Painted Ladies was technically still available, but I was so new, I had no idea what to even look for. And I just bought up random ass properties. Like, no, everybody that- does that. So, like, Crooked Lumbar was gone too- quick and the Painted Ladies were gone quick. Yeah, well, but I, they're not all. Um, I think they were inaugural. all minted before we started. So, uh, they weren't all inaugurable, but they, by the time I realized myself and started being like, hey, let's go check these out, they were gone. Yeah, but I think they were available in January 2020. You have to have our blockchain sluice go. Uh, I, I don't know. Out. But, but so continue. I mean, there were some insane properties still available. Uh, There's definitely like museums and man, yeah. <laughs> you remember when like people were like, "Oh, who's gonna like?" There was like a two million dollar museum or something. Like no, there was a couple museums left. They, and, they were uh, more like than that. Sonics. They were like seven million. It, you could buy. Well, not the new wave. Not the new new. So that's like the the new. I consider like the new wave of museums. Like when I picked up my museums, but like the original set of. Oh museums, yeah. Yep. Like there was a couple out there, and they were kind of random museums anyway. But like, I mean, it was like a million or two million upex, and it was like, oh, I wonder who's gonna like buy that. And there was even like some iconics. I feel like. Um, and it was just—it's just so funny to think about. Holy yeah. crap! Because when like, I picked up my iconics, I was one of the few players that was spending multi-million upex on iconics. Yeah, and, and some of them sat out there for a while initially, and now they just get gobbled up, and now you have landmarks going for thousands and tens of thousands of dollars. Yeah, yeah, crazy. Now, with with the new rule, you know, speaking of the economy and and mm. secondary sales and FSA and all that, uh, more people are going to be exposed to fiat out here in the next uh, couple of days, next couple of weeks. Uh, Upland did come out with a new rule, and I, I want to get your. I take think we're going to call it like you know how they have like Megan's. So I think we're gonna, we can like can we nickname it Stir's Law. Ooh, really? You're gonna go there to stir? Like, don't hate stirs. on stirs. I'm not hating on stirs. It's it's stirs law of thermo economy. Yeah, thermo economics. Um, now, so more people are getting into fiat out, and they've placed a. You have to own the property 30 days for placing it up for fiat. So there's a 30 day holding period on on newly acquired assets. Right. It's essentially how you can look at. It. So I, I'm i glad that we're getting more and more players exposed to fiat out. Um, and I understand that they're trying to protect the economy. 
But even in something like Top Shot, you have to own the moment for seven days before you can trade it to somebody. Uh, you can place it on the market to sell, but a lot of trade there was a lot of trading going on in Top Shot, so people could improve their collector score or or get a uh, get a reward card because people had multiples of it. So they put a limit so you couldn't eat, and also to prevent the, prevent the multi accounting. So there's a seven day hold from 30 day, but 30 days to buy a property. Cause a lot of people out there and it's a good strategy is you buy a property at the floor and then you just post it for fiat. Uh, people that have some extra upex coming in from their collections, good strategy. And it's still healthy for the game because somebody's buying it. And, you know, well, it's, I mean, that assumes again, I, I do, I concur. That's a fair strategy. It's a, it's a smart strategy. It's, you know, probably a fairly consistent strategy. Personally though, I go, I'm not mad other than 30 day hold. Like I think you buy it. You should have, well, that's too long. It's too long. I argued like the entire pre-show, you know, pro hold, but like you guys got me on the, the whole house thing. Like it was like, shit, if I buy a house, I don't have to hold it for 30 days. I can flip it immediately. Yeah. Like, And you're only allowed 10 fiat properties still. I mean, let's let's bump that up to at least 20, 25. We've been in fiat out for a while. So kind of let's, and I know we're expanding the, more, but you're not well, going to crash the economy. It's not about, I don't think it's about, I, I don't think when, when it's like crash the economy, it's in the way that you're thinking. If everyone, if you could fiat out as many properties as you wanted, the problem is no one would list their properties for OPEX. <laughs> like, it's like the amount that people, like the likelihood that they're just going to list for fiat over OPEX is huge. At which point you really, like your OPEX would only be used to buy new property. Like it would kill the economy from, because everyone just would want fiat. Like, but, why the hell would you list it for OPEX when you could get fiat? Okay, and why can you only list for one or the one or the other? Why can't you list for both? With- now that I'm a fan of. So, yes, I think you can or you should be able to list for both. Um, honestly, I, I think that that would be a great idea. But you, you can't get too crazy. You know, it, it's got to be within something. So, hey, you know, I want to price this property for $25 fiat or 30000 upex. Yeah, I mean, you, uh, yeah, I think if you were tying it to say you can only list 10 fiat only properties, but you can list an unlimited amount that you do both for, then you need to tie a parameter that's like, but it has to, your UPEX can't be more than 30% like overvalued compared to fiat. Uh, Because then you'd have people just like, oh, $10 out, but 10 million UPEX. Um, So it needs to be comparable if they were going to do an additional qualification. Um, If they didn't have an additional qualification, it was just like a standard feature, then you probably don't need to time together because then it doesn't really make a difference. The other thing which I would completely agree, and I I know everyone pretty much shares this, is like if I'm on mobile or even if I'm on the desktop, I should be able to filter out fiat sales properties. Like I can't tell you like how much I'm not looking for a fiat sale property. I don't care if the floor for fiat is half the price of the floor of UPEX. I'm not doing fiat right now. I'm looking for UPEX properties. The ability to filter out that would save a lot of the frustration and honestly probably help highlight the value of selling for UPEX. Yeah, uh, and that should be some simple user interface fixes there. But And I think if you were able to list properties for both fiat and UPEX at the same time, you could be able to reduce your whole fiat out aspect because nothing stops you from listing it for $10 us dollars and 10,000 upex. You know, you just don't want somebody to go crazy that, Hey, uh, give me $10 or a million upex. Yeah, exactly. I mean, Oh, it's interesting. I, and I mean, I'm, I'm curious Wait, one a day, sir. So we're talking. So Chad is currently talking about how 
their fiat sales are, are rather slow right now anyway. Um, and for sure, is apparently slow as one fiat sale a day. Oh, but you're selling at floor, eh? So that's one floor fiat sale? I mean, that, that would still be decent. But that's still slow if you have all 10 listed at floor. Yeah, yeah, I guess that's true. I, I mean, I don't know. I don't know how fast. I don't know how fast the floor turns over in any given city. Like, like those are those are definitely going to be interesting statistics. I think now that we have multiple cities opening, um, just volume, trade volume in certain price categories, um, I think would tell a lot about the health of any given city. Um, those are definitely some analytics. I'm hoping someone somewhere out there. Uh, starts considering um, because that's going to be critical. Like I'm curious what the average volume say now with West coast with uh, property development, what is that done to the, you know, the daily sales numbers. And again, you know, are we talking floor bracket, which is, you know, sub 10,000 versus, you know, over a million, like what are those, those look like collection properties versus um, non-collection property, et cetera. Um, I think there's a lot of data out there um, that that could be analyzed for some interesting insights for sure. Yeah, there's still there's still a lot of things that they can do to improve. And I I mean, we've been in beta fiat for a while and we've expanded here and we're expanding And there's, you know, they're collecting their data. And as you said, just seeing the overall data would be very interesting in itself. But what I'd really like to see is, hey, guess what? For all 81 episodes, at some point in time, we've always brought up our user interface for property management and the ability to filter and the ability to list stuff, trade stuff, multi-property swaps. Uh, it, It started out as a virtual property trading game that evolved into a metaverse and we still don't have the basic functions of being like, I got offered somebody want to swap properties for location purposes and I'm cool with the trade, but I need to get right on the up squared. They want to swap me something. It, w- it would give me more on one street, but I'd lose 27 up squared in the deal. So I'd like to swap it for a two for one that just kind of makes the up square even, but you still don't have that feature. And we're pushing, you know, 18 months since you and me have joined, you know, two years since other people have joined and you still can't have some of these basic functions of real estate going on. Yeah, that's true. And that just makes it kind of frustrating. It's like, Hey, I want to do a deal. And now you're trying to get creative of how you can make deals, make it even on up squares or, you you know, somebody's like, Hey, I don't want to fit out on this property. And it's amazing that we have 140,000 people interacting in Upland in a month, but we don't have that number in the discord. And it's really hard to get a hold of some people and I think that's kind of like, how are you even having fun in Upland if you're not in Discord? <laughs> you know, like, how is this even fun? You're not listening what, to the podcast. What are you talking about? How are you having fun in Upland if you're on their Discord? <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, if you're not, if you're not listening to us or watching, you know, one of the like Left House or listen to T. Davis and B. Dag or listen to Loyal Doyle, you know. Or listening to... uh, No, you have to be... I mean, yes, I think it would be hard to enjoy the Upland game without consuming some sort of, um, you know, external, you know, interaction source. I'd be curious. I'm, You know what? Like, that much volume, it makes me curious, like, if there's, like, foreign Discord channels or, like... I mean, obviously, the fan server, but the fan server is directly, like more or less connected with the primary server in the sense of like we share a, a, a user, a player base. We don't, we don't really like, it's not like the fan server has a bunch of users that the main server doesn't, but it'd be interesting if like there was a community somewhere that just started up and like they all joined from Reddit or something and uh, they have their own like private chats. 
Yeah, the, I, I've been uh, more and more exposed to these other private chats with property research, property development, and it, it's there's a lot of great things going on outside of just the typical servers, which is pretty impressive. Oh yeah, this this last property development wave, uh, which is turning into really interesting. Lots of communities are coming out, um, lots of active members. And like, and I, and I like what's happening in the sense of like these sub communities and the neighborhoods and collectives are forming and they're working together and they're strategizing. And, uh, you know, I don't know necessarily how much the upland team is aware of how, just how many, um, discords are, which is awesome, that are all, you know, kind of curated towards these smaller groups inside of Upland, which is super cool. Yeah. And, it, and a lot of them, you just don't, you don't even know they're there. It's kind of interesting. They, they might have memberships of a hundred, 200, 300 members, but man, the, these people are digging up some stuff and, and really helping each other out and looking out for each other. And it continues to build the upland community and it's, it's branched off from, you're like, how many upland servers do you really need? But it's interesting. It's all these niches and you're, you're building out all these cities and it's just going to grow and you're going to have more and more exclusive discord chats for for what you're doing even with these builds that's going on with the luxury house builds and the the extra servers that popped up off of that that will continue to grow those communities it's going to be very hard to keep up with everything that's going on oh yeah so that's why you got to stay tuned to the upx podcast because we'll give you all the inside information Absolutely. If not us. Like, like you should be staking in Fresno, Little Italy. What's up? Yeah, <laughs> that that was shocking to me is I, I thought that was a no-brainer going to Little Italy, Little Italy, Fresno with the influence of uh, the people that were just involved there. I mean, that was one of the first jump-offs of Little Italy. And man, there, <laughs> there's other neighborhoods out there doing their thing. It, it was impressive, and that's how I got into these other Discord servers, and I was like, wow. Yeah, shout-out to all the teams that, that are representing on this. Um, it, it was not easy, and I tell you what, some of these you know groups that came out of nowhere, they're the next wave. Like, they are the next wave of communities, and I hope, like, you know, we had Spud Wars – which had a very similar kickoff. And, and you know, we've talked about it time and time again. The, you know, there wasn't a quick enough follow-up um, to uh, Spark and actual property development, and, and a lot of that kind of cooled down. So with this, you know, luxury build competition, it, it definitely sparked renewal and I think some new communities. So I, I'm hoping that they keep up that momentum. I'm hoping that they showcase community collections and things like that very soon um, just to keep that momentum of these communities. Yeah, I got a message today, which is pretty interesting on Discord. It says it's a completely different game from when we started. And who knows what everybody is now capable of. And it's amazing to watch it grow. Did you send yourself a message? That's so lame. Yeah, that's all. Send yourself a message just so you could read it on the podcast. Yeah, absolutely. Because why not? It's that self attention, you know. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. Oh, also, if they ever put out a uh, release that's just like basic functionality, I really hope that they name it something like uh, uh, Bourbon on the Rocks or Scotch on the Rocks, like something simple. So instead of a cocktail, it's like, nope, it's just the alcohol. It's just what you wanted. Like they Miller were... Light. <laughs> Coors Light. <laughs> Stir says name it Miller Light. No. <laughs> they wow. really got away from their updates this year and releasing them with names. And, and they used to hype them up last year. You know, you had the margarita drops and, it was fun. We got to name we got to name one, but yeah, they really got away from it this year. They're just like, uh, here you go. New rollout. 
Yeah, I mean, I'm curious. There's a lot of mysterious hype going on. Like, not necessarily hype, but, like, I've been around the game long enough in games in general. Like, the something I have, and, and I'm saying this with absolutely no knowledge of anything, but, like, it really feels like there's actually something big brewing. I'm trying not to get my hopes up too big uh, and too much, but, like, just some of the silence from the founders, like, they're still there. They're still very active. They're still very part. Like, the fact that there's a second community manager added, and I don't think Gamer X is leaving. Like, th- that's the first time ever that they've introduced a community manager and didn't roll the old one off. <laughs> like, <laughs> that it wasn't like a transition. Like, they're legitimately growing their teams. Like, the amount of people that they're onboarding to support the community, to support events, to start growing these things is, um, you know, much greater than we've seen previously. Um, I am very cautiously optimistic that there is something big a Bruin that I think once it's announced will change a lot of things. Yeah, I'm pretty aligned with you there because playing this game now since January 2020 and with just the announcements, the features, like they're keeping the community engaged, doing things that they have done, but yet it's kind of silent on some of the other because they were always dropping something. So I I agree with you. There's something big in the works when they're going to announce it, what's it going to be? Not really sure, but really excited to find out what that is. Yeah, because, I mean, it feels like it's all hands on deck on something. Like, even, like, I mean, I I don't know, because I didn't really participate, but, like, the 4th of July event, like, I I don't really know what it was, but it even feels like some of the events and things are kind of just like, okay, crap, let's not forget about the community, but it's all hands to do and to prep creating assets and doing whatever needs to be done to be ready for this other big announcement. It feels like, yeah, they had, they had the pinata drops, which are always fun. And they had it across multi cities. So you didn't just have to travel in one, which we, that's awesome too. You know, you don't have to just travel to one city to participate. They're like, Hey, uh, this time we're going to drop in this city. This time we're going to drop in that city. This time we're dropping in that city. So you don't have to travel. You don't have to spend that extra money. And, and they're doing things to accommodate there, which is nice. And they have the mechanics worked out for it. So it shouldn't be that challenging them for them to do these events, which gives them time to focus on these bigger things that they have planned, talking about sponsorships, you know. So very interesting. Yeah. Uh, definitely. And then don't forget, uh, the fantasy football is filling up quickly. We do have responses. So if you want to join the Upland. Wait, what? Yeah. When did that go up? We talked about it last week. Well, we talked about doing something. I didn't know signups were up. Well, the signups officially aren't up. I'm telling everybody to DM me too oh, stupid to win yeah. with interest. And that depends on the platform that we will uh, host the site on. Or host a league on, but <laughs> yeah. T Davis would have had a sign up. <laughs> Good for T Davis. <laughs> that got me more than you two talking about playing with each other's nipples, you weirdos. Jeez. Wow. Dizzy and Dr. Nobody, I'm not asking questions. Good for them. Um, wow. Do you watch uh, Dave on FX? Dave, I've watched. I think I've only watched the first part of the first season, but I love um, that that uh, that singer though. He is hilarious. Yeah, episode two or three, I can't remember which one it is of season three. Yeah, or whatever this season is. If it's season two, it might be season two. But yeah. You talking about Dr. Nobody and Dizzy playing with nipples. Yeah, you just got to watch that episode with, uh, yeah. Wow. 
Normal guys don't do that. That was the first thing my wife asked. She's like, do guys do that? I go, absolutely fucking not. They don't do that kind of shit. (laughs) I mean, I don't know what it is, but I'm going to fill in some guest blanks and go, yeah, no. Uh, Yeah, absolutely. No, no, no. Yuck, 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 says Dizzy. Um, I think there's a good line in Shakespeare for that. Methinks he doth protest too much. Just saying. Just, oh, look at you going to Shakespeare. Oh, I'm a, I like Shakespeare. I'm a, I'm a Shakespeare buff. Nice. Uh, uh, but yeah, not, definitely. Not really. Not a buff. But. If you uh, are yeah. interested in, in the Upland Fantasy Football League, we will definitely stake it in wax. We'll have first, second, and third place uh, prizes. And last year we did uh, 20 US dollars that you just had to convert to wax and you backed an NFT for it. So it was a pretty good time. Uh, Thank me later thinks his players die and he doesn't understand (laughs) that there's a difference between throwing the ball, passing the ball, running the ball and kicking the ball. So it's always entertaining to have those uh, chats there. Is there a a death pool version? I just want to play like you know, like concussions, injuries, deaths, like that's what I want to bet on. Is there a is there a league for that? NFL players don't die. Really? During Tell the that season. To, uh I don't know. Who died in that plane crash? Oh, he played basketball. <laughs> that too soon? All right. <laughs> yeah. So uh <laughs> Right. So, anyway, moving on. (laughs) I'm just glad you didn't say that this was going to be a great episode at the beginning, because then you would have had to apologize to the listeners that have made it this far. Well, the end of the show definitely uh, took a nosedive off. No, Dr. Nobody, you can't edit out the silence. That's part of the charm of this podcast, is awkward silences and inappropriate uh, extended periods of looking at a screen and not responding to the audience. Yeah. So <laughs> moving on, make sure you follow us on Twitter at Upix Podcast. Why it takes 30 seconds. Leave us a review so we can read. Leave it. us a review. Wait, wasn't it giving away Upix and people were. still didn't want to do it? They did not. Wow. That hurts. Yeah, that, that does hurt. I think you're too cheap. Stop being cheap. That's what you told me. Stop being cheap. So it was offering ten grand. Yeah, that's All ten right. bucks. All right, up the reward. What thirty thousand? Thirty thousand upex. There Fine. you go. Thirty thousand upex for the best review between now and um, next week. <laughs> there you go. So, jeez, I'm yeah. gonna go leave a damn review myself. I don't <laughs> to pay your asses. <laughs> but you have to be the best review, and you're not. You can't judge your own. Oh, I mean, you won't know it's mine. Oh, so now you're making fake accounts. You'll end yeah, up in Alcatraz. Mc, yeah, when McJizzPants says it's the best podcast <laughs> ever, McJizzPants, gotcha. McJizzPants awesome. is my alter ego, apparently, for the purposes <laughs> of this fictional conversation. All right. Make sure you check out uh, T. Davis and B. Dag's episode coming up early next week, and we'll talk yeah, to you. Yeah, it'll be a lot more organized and controlled. What? Stop hating. Fine. I'll, I didn't I'll... hate. I'm just giving information. You're hating. Passive aggressive. There's only one person with haterade in their veins today, and that's you. And usually it's you. It's okay. 81 episodes, and I think this might be the first or second episode that I had haterade in my veins. Usually I got to talk you off the cliff. And then all <laughs> you did was, and then all you did was shit on my parade. You wouldn't even like agree. You're just like, yeah, you fucking suck. Yeah. No, I, I decided I changed my mind. I was like, no, because the upland, upland team has, has actually killed it on these releases in the sense of it has gone smooth. People are minting. Properties are selling fast. They've been crushing it. You're butthurt because you didn't get any properties. That isn't Upland's fault. That's your fault for being a slow, clicky motherfucker. Uh, Everybody else could get properties. Like, Sorry that you went for one that 10,000 other people were also trying to get. 
Now, it wasn't just one at 10,000. I had multiple people trying to get multiple properties and the releases in itself. They should have just released Cleveland altogether. <laughs> they shouldn't have dragged it out over a month. They shouldn't have had this. You had to jump property. It Drag was messed it up. It was fucked up. Stop making releases. me drop Franklin bombs. It was dropped over. They announced this stuff in the middle of May. We're here in July. <laughs> you're just spinning me up on fucking purpose. And it's Franklin bomb after Franklin bomb. And you're enjoying this way too much. And you know, yeah. the best part of being able to control this show is this. It's the Opix Podcast, baby. Glad you tuned in. Got your host, thank me later, and you're stupid to win. Might become an obsession as soon as you begin. Start out king of the street, then lock it iconic in. Welcome to Offland. Grab your Opix, man. On your way in the door, hit you with four grand. Get to buying and gripping, then to selling and flipping. Over to moving and shocking. I'm Scrooge McDuck. I'm Scrooge McDuck. 